This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. The past few years have had its ups and downs for many businesses in our community, especially Black-owned and legacy businesses. But as we wind down 2023 and head into 2024, there is a lot to be thankful for as it relates to our businesses. And more importantly, there's always more that we can do as a community to support them. We need to talk about this issue with Theo Martin, owner of Island Soul Rum Bar and Soul Shack, and also Arlena's in Kirkland. Good morning, Theo. Good morning, sir. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm doing truly blessed. Truly blessed. Thanks for asking. <laughs> good. Theo, you talk to many business owners and people uh, who run many local organizations all the time. You know, what are you hearing people as it relates to the state of black businesses and organizations in our community, especially since many of them are continuing to have to pivot uh, and shift or alter the ways they do business since COVID? Oh, my. Well, I, I still kind of feel the same way have I felt in the beginning is that we just always got to stay focus and always stay creative and always keep recreating ourselves so for me it's just always trying to stay a step ahead and always try to keep doing uh, things that are a little outside the box but at the same time it's just what we do in order to stay in business stay black stay in business right let's talk a little bit about your business or businesses now um from the perspective of island soil first you've made some changes and i believe uh you all have made it a point of emphasis uh, to really emphasize your opportunities for catering, uh, and that you also open a new location in Kirkland, uh, which is slightly different than Island Soul. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Yes, yes. Since COVID, we did have pivot some, you know, change our direction on um, Island Soul, focus a lot more on catering. When the pandemic hit, we were, uh, as you know, the whole, whole country was shut down. So we had to do things different, and we found catering was something that really became more popular because people weren't going out. They were getting more to-go orders, and then when groups got together, family members and so on, they wanted to order food uh, to have it delivered. So our catering has grown quite a bit. Um, with the blessing behind it and some of the changes is that it did create a new market, a stronger market, uh, in catering. So our catering has it's been crazy blessing. I mean, it's good for us, because uh, even today it's going to be three uh, holiday uh, caterings for for quite a large groups, and it's been like that for the last for quite a while. Ever since the pandemic, uh, catering's been growing, but it allowed us to expand, which has been you know a, a blessing for us. So Island Soul, my son, has stepped in and stepped up and has been running um, Island Soul. It has it has some changes. 
We used to be a, a family business, uh, excuse me, uh, a open to all ages before the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, it kind of shifted our, our the needs of the people that were coming out because you couldn't sit everyone. Now Island Soul has turned to 21 and over um, and has a, a little different vibe. But once again, my son stepped up and doing his thing and it put me in a position that um, and an opportunity to expand our brand. And that's what we have done. You know, I always say Island Soul is my father's restaurant. It started in the 70s in the CD and the Central District. And now um, kind of went back to doing the same thing as is, is giving something to my mom. And that was Arlena's um, opened up a restaurant um, named after her. And I'm, a, as you know, a foster child. And when I came to the Martin family, they put us in a private school over in Kirkland, Washington. And uh, I was there for the first 10 years of my life and uh, definitely had an opportunity to come back and open up a restaurant, uh, a place where she really enjoyed. And here we are over in Kirkland with Arlena's doing the same thing, giving some good down-home soul food and, and Caribbean food and enjoying uh, the, the environment and learning a lot about the area and meeting lots of folks that I never even knew lived in Seattle. Black folks, when we say we're everywhere, we're everywhere. Um, and it's a beautiful place, and it's, 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 it's a, another taste of soul. Right. Steele, uh, let's talk a little bit about staffing, because staffing and employment have been major issues for a number of business owners. Um, you hear a lot of different Ooh. opinions from one perspective. Some people believe this has been a great time to attract quality employees because there are a lot of people in the market for different reasons these days. And then there's the flip side where other people are saying that it's hard to find good people, and if you do, it's hard to keep them, especially with all of the new taxes, restrictions, and the ever-increasing minimum wage, which drives up the wages for everybody. Well, that is so true. You know, my wife and I also own an employment agency, Northwest Industrial Staffing, for the last 23 years. Staffing has been hard. It's been very hard to find people um, that want to hold on and, and, and keep the job. Um, it's been terrible. I'll say it like it is. And as for the restaurant, I mean, it's, I don't even talk about it, but we're talking about it. Um, right. Yeah, I have I only been open, what, seven months? And I have been through every position four times. So mm. from, from, the, from the back of the house to the front of the house, I have replaced everybody four times. And it's just, it's, been, it's different when you have people um, that you hire and <laughs> uh, you want them to work, say, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And they go, well, I could work Thursday, Friday. I don't want to work saturday sunday or mm -hmm. i work saturday sunday and i won't work the opposite days and you, it's just i remember the days when you said this is your schedule and you worked it now it definitely has changed i have um where i would have one person i would put three people um and some of them as i sit and talk i ask questions of why did, can't you work the hours i give you and I, and what i'm learning now and i have to you know understand it now it's taken a while is they're they're working two or three jobs, so they can only work you know two jobs at Safeway two days, and they're doing another two days at another restaurant, and another two days you know at, in a staffing service or whatever. But you know, but they won't take the one day because they are 
they say they're they're making ends meet, so they they got to juggle two jobs or three jobs. So it has been a little different adjustment, a lot of adjustment. Um, you know, because when you want to, you get a good server or a good person who's working, and you know, you want to offer them the hours. And I don't know, it, it's it's a it's a different mindset on why they do. Um, or how they survive. It's different. You know, I, I, I thought that you work one job and you, you make it work or you start one business and you, but no, you, you got to be very diverse. And I guess even in the world of unemployment, I'm, we have, or so business, we have say two, two restaurants and one staffing service. So I guess diversity or being flexible, you have to do just vibe nowadays. So staffing has been a challenge, but, um, you know, the doors are open. Um, we do have a need. I'll shout it out right now. We are looking <laughs> for servers. Um, but, yeah, it's, but it'd be nice to have a person who could come in and want to make it a full-time home instead of a part-time gig, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and be, along those lines, let's talk a little bit about profitability, especially in your industry, because, you know, food costs, uh, as many people know from their or should know from their daily and weekly grocery shopping sprees, uh, have gone through the roof. And some people might believe that increases in prices at restaurants and other businesses, you know, means that the businesses are making, you know, money hand over fist when, you know, you just use this term as it relates to employees. You know, a lot of times there's a lot of business owners who are just trying to make ends meet from week to week and month to month. Um, and so the profitability that people might believe that some businesses are making because they've increased their prices really comes out of necessity. Oh, yeah. It, it, it really is. See, you know, I, my joke is that in the restaurant business, it's a labor of love. You, you do it because you love people and you make ends meet, but you don't do it to, to be a millionaire. Um, you know, it's, there is nothing that you, you buy today in, in Seattle or across this country that is not, has doubled um, since the pandemic. Um, it's, you know, even labor alone. This first conversation we had was about labor. You know, you are paying more per hour, period. Um, you know, you are paying more for your food, period. You know, you know, we used to say oxtails was was a treat. Now oxtails is one of the most expensive things you could buy, and that was something that was give was given away at one time. Um, your collard greens. I mean, I go through a whole menu, and nothing is what it was two years ago. Um, when labor goes up, prices go up. You got to pay more price. You got to pay the the people to process, and you got to the food was the milk is no longer the same price. The eggs are no longer the same price. The basics are no longer the same price. So yeah, it it has definitely been a. Sometimes you know you get a, a speaking of catering, you get uh, someone who says, "I just want three things." And I need it for 20 people, and you give them a price. And uh, I mean, I've been cussed out more times than I wanted to when people say, Are you serious? And I'm thinking, you know, I have a cook, I have a dishwasher, I have a server. You know, we have to go pick it up, we have to cook it for you, then we got to put it in the container, then in the box, and then you come get it or us deliver it. Yeah, there's a lot of cost put into that. But it's, 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 when people hear it, they just go, Wow. But it is the reality of the business. Um, is labor has went up and cost of food has went up. And to even to the point, as you can imagine, when the pandemic hit, paper bags, plastic bags, mm. <laughs> um, boxes are no longer, you know, you can't even get free bags at a grocery store no more. 
you know. So right. yeah, things have definitely uh, changed a lot, and the cost of doing business has. I always say the word just times two, you know, whatever you pay times it two and, and we could perform it, you know, but it's, it's going to be times two because it just takes time to, to get it done. But the bottom line, it takes money to get it done, you know, right? gas right. and all. If, if gas goes up, the milk goes up. Right. Uh, and Theo, let's shift gears a little bit as we uh, wind down this conversation this morning, because I know that you are not a doom and gloom type of a guy. No. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about some of the things that are that are happening right now that have you excited about the future of locally owned businesses in the area, um, and especially as it relates to your business moving into twenty twenty four. Well, it's it's just been some great great things. Uh, let's stick to the, the black business. I have just you know I, I get a call daily on what's going on and who's doing what and who's opening up back in the area and you know it, to me i have seen more positive and more growth and more as i say family investment uh in our community than than, than ever i feel like it back in the the old days that sounds weird back in the uh you know the 70s and we had a lot of uh, black restaurants you know the helens i just go through a list of restaurants sammy you know restaurants were just you know, you just couldn't wait to go eat and go to, and now we're back to the same. You know, I, I go to the city and the commune and the jerk shack and all these areas that's back in the hood and, you know, more places, comfort zone, open up one. I mean, it's like every place is just more restaurants opening up. You know, my, my fish place, you know, Emerald City Fish, I could just go on. But it's like, wow, there's more, there's more, there's more. You know, it, I'm starting to see where we're, we're all starting to, come together, talk together, and, and share ideas. And, and that's what we have to do. We have to go back to the basics, go back to how it used to be, you know, and um, talk to each other. You know, why have we been open for 20 years at a restaurant? Why, you know, these companies are growing and, and expanding now. And that's what we're seeing, and that's the positive, and that's what I love. And even though we, the, the, like I say, the doom and glooms of the business, um, we all still got to get up, you know, get on our knees and then look out the window and see a beautiful day, you know, look in the mirror and see it's our turn to get out there and do it and go do it. You know, the only yeah. excuse we have is the excuse we say to ourselves, and that's the excuse we need to, to put it up, you know, like you said, the doom and gloom, put it back in the, in the, in the, in the closet and keep it pushing. So I'm <laughs> just blessed to be up and talking to you about it and to go be about it for the rest of the day. Well, All right. <laughs> well, thank you. On that note, I don't think there's much else for us to say in this conversation. So I'm just going to you know, wish you a, a, a great weekend and happy holidays to you and your family and uh, wishing you the best going into 2024. Uh, and I'll sh I'm sure we'll be talking more and seeing more of each other. Right on. Yes, sir. We will. <laughs>